Hey yo 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 hey yo 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 hey yo 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 hey 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 yo Lindsay what up started off with my buster this ain't got nothing to do with anything that we uh own but I don't even I don't know why that thirty seconds was rolling I swear that um. Uh, that intro uh, to uh, Kick It Tonight popped in my head for some strange reason. <laughs> what was that on the Super Duper Fly? Uh, I think that was the Super Duper Fly album. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because Buster came on there unexpectedly. Uh, Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, just like that car came unexpectedly. Unexpectedly, with that car, I, I was a, a '74 Cutlass. Uh, 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 shoot, I don't even know what blue that was. That was a real, really, really nice blue. Mm, okay, okay, okay. That was a really, really nice. Blue. All right, all right. Me, but back to the um, <laughs> what I was talking about. Like, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I needed to do that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's get the pleasantries out the way, man. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now you can catch us on Twitch. Shout out to the dude um, on Twitch last week that said that I uh, looked like T Grizzly. That was that, that was, was um, really comedic. <laughs> Gold. That right, was right. Like, um, how'd you I get him on the podcast? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. That was funny. Sorry, my guy. I don't know if I looked like him in the background, but if you can actually see me, me and T Grizzly looks nothing alike. <laughs> but I don't know. Some people might be like, nah, I can see it. Glenn uh, says Lee Grizzly. <laughs> Uh, that's what I'm talking about, Glancy. Um, you um, always remain the species of what we start the show with, and I love it so much. Um, but I still haven't introduced myself like I always do. Um, oh ladies and gentlemen, you know who it is. Um, this is the uh, joint toting, black smoking bad M.O. that you see in front of you, also known as Karen and Crimson's dad. Shout out to August, because it's about to be a real thing. Yeah. Um, I am really... I am with the host, or the co-host, with the most, the lady that pushes the bells and whistles, the total package, the creme de la creme, the... Um, the tax writing, fuck biting, dope, bone listening to MC that, that that does everything for this show. We are with the co-host and the creator. Let's give a round of applause for Lynn. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going today? It's going, it's going, man. 
I will uh, honestly tell you, mm-hmm. today I was having a good day. I went to the city market. Um, and when I was leaving the city market, I'm trying to maneuver through traffic, wasn't paying attention. And hit my window, uh, my uh, my uh, side view mirror. Uh, busted it all up. I was kind of mad. I'm real mad because I got to pay for that. And I got to pay for that fast. Cause I don't want to walk around here looking like that. Like, I don't want to drive around here with that black eye like that, man. I got to find somewhere to fix it real fast. Um, Which uh, mirror is it? It's the uh, passenger side, uh, side mirror. Okay. Because um, I found this out the hard way. Um, the one that is illegal not to have is the driver's side. So you can have you cannot have the passenger side, you cannot have the um the one in the middle. But if you don't have the driver's side, then that's illegal. You will get pulled over for that. So FYI. I'm gonna try to get it fixed. I've been like, everywhere and I'm just like, you know what, I'm gonna just order one off eBay. Mm-hmm. And uh Have you been a late model? I was trying to look for the you know what I'm saying, the Huh? Have you been a late model? You said what? Uh, Have you been to yes, late model? Uh, late model. It's a. Uh, I've I, I looked up late model, uh-huh. but they don't have what I'm looking for. I don't. That's us. Yeah. Yeah, I've been on the internet for about. I was on the interwebs for about four hours, and then I just came to the conclusion of. I'm gonna just go on eBay, uh, buy me a uh, buy me a rear view mirror, and uh, I mean not a rear view mirror, but a side view mirror, and uh, and then I I'm gonna take the cap off the other side, and um uh, and match it up with uh whatever color it is, just just um, to be uh stop fucking around. Have you tried uh Rock Auto? I have not tried Rock Auto. Try Rock Auto. They have they have part they have everything for cheap. It's a online superstore. So, okay. Yeah. Um. Glenn says, <laughs> riding around looking like you fresh out the out of a domestic dispute. Damn. <laughs> for real, for real though, for real. It looked like it looked like Jasmine was like, "Fuck you, pussy." Bye. Right. Right. You don't bring me no food home. Okay, I got you. Used to call me Crazy Joe, now they call me Batman. Right. (laughs) The whole time we was out, Jazz was like, please don't make yourself upset about this. Because everybody knows, like, once once I get into the mood where I'm mad with that, then I I just start spewing that shit out to people. And she just was like, please don't do that. Because we uh, we went out to eat, and she was like, yeah, this nigga caught the whole scene. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. It's this place, anger like a mug. She was trying her best, man. Shout out to Jasmine. Right, right. Shout out to Jasmine because she was really giving me that real comfort. Like, it, 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 it'll get fixed, baby. We'll fix it. Mm-hmm. It'll get fixed. I'm like, yeah, I know. I was just so mad that I, uh, I'm, I'm more mad about myself that I wasn't paying attention enough. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it happens. It happens. Unfortunately, it happens. 
and then you got that big boy. So this is the first time you um damaged, yeah. damaged it. Yeah, this is the first time. Oh yeah, and you've had it for over a year, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So shoot, you doing pretty good to be honest. I've been hit everything like move, bitch, move, bitch, get out the weed. Right. So. I will say, well, shout out to myself because I will say this is actually the first time I actually got the fuck up something on my ride because. Every time my ride gets fucked up, any ride I ever had, I always got fucked up by other people. I never got to fuck up my own shit. That's mm. why I, I strictly just fuck with cash cars because I'm like, every time I put money into a car, somebody end up fucking it up and I didn't get to, you know what I'm saying? I didn't get to uh, fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what, is, is it from like somebody hitting you or from you just letting people... Um, drive it and they just dog it it's been situations where i let somebody drive it motherfucker got hit and the the, the majority of the time it's been motherfucker just hit me like i haven't been in so many hits like my insurance be like my insurance be like damn like none of these no none of my accidents are at my fault like i i don't have no accidents at my fault yeah yeah yeah. And it got to the point where um, when I call my insurance, the first thing they say is, are you okay? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Actually, when they be in the car. They see, <laughs> I'm, I'm always in, yeah, I'm always in, like, uh, accidents that don't have nothing to do with me. Non-fault mm-hmm. accidents. So that now they just be like, are you okay? Is mm-hmm. everything all right? I'm like, yeah, this motherfucker just ran into the side of me. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's how my, um, my accident was last year. Um, you know, somebody just hit me from the back and <laughs> not in a good way. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. Yep, and then I just kept on driving. Like Scooty do. So yeah. But unfor but you know I had a I had a freak accident happen. Yeah, I had a freak accident happen to me. Niggas was shooting on the corner, like niggas was shooting at each other on the corner, and my fucking car caught a ricochet. Damn, that's how fucked up. You know what I'm saying that's how fucked up it is. Like when I went and got my tire fixed, and I was explaining what happened, dude even said, "It is no way somebody could do that twice." Right. <laughs> that's how that's how crazy that shit was. Right. He said that shit had to bounce up on the manifold and hit your tire, like. Dude, it could have, it could have, it could have been way worse. That motherfucker bounced up under there and then hit your tire, and was, it was still lodged in there. Like when he took the tire off, you could still hear the bullet in there. Damn. Damn. Well, you know, it's a good thing that it hit your tire because it could have been way worse. You know. Yeah, and that's what he was saying. He was like, Shh. he was like, just be lucky you're just paying for a tire, my guy, because like nobody could do this twice. Right. Right. Right, shit. It could have been you, you know what I mean? That's crazy. Man. Long story short, this is the first time I I actually fucked up my car and I got to get it fixed. Mm. 
Yeah. 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 And in those times, like, you can't blame nobody but yourself. You're just like, well, nah, that's why I want to get fixed so bad. Mm-hmm. I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, let me go ahead and get, you know what I'm saying, take care of this now. But other times I was like, well, I'll just wait on the insurance to do it. Mm-hmm. This time I'm like, no, let me get this done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but at least you got the means to do it. You know what I mean? Just go ahead and knock it out. So that's good. Right. Yeah. And then you don't have to wait on nobody. Shoot, because that's how <clears throat> it was with me when my mirror um was broken. It wasn't my fault and I had to wait on the person to uh get it fixed. Yeah. And so Yep, and that was a thing. So yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah. That, was, that was just a story about our life, shop. Yeah, yeah, that was our first love. So yeah, if you're playing a drinking Real game, people. take a drink. <laughs> so yeah, so um, I'm not gonna rank things anymore because uh, people get in a feelings when you rank things. So we're just gonna start. <laughs> um, I, it was wild. You gotta admit that was that was a that was a wild way you ranked that uh, last week. Yeah, I thought I I thought it wasn't that bad, but hey, you know. Uh, Glenn says, "Are we reporting this to Carfax?" Glenn, do you report do do you report how many um? Alleged baby, uh, babies you got in the streets, nigga. Do not, do, don't, don't come for me. Don't come. Don't come this. Oh wow! If you want to have this session, you know we can have this session because I'm about to get sued. <laughs> you know, hey, we gonna, we gonna, hey, you don't want to do this with me. No, I'm not reporting it. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm gonna get it fixed. That's what I'm doing. I didn't even know you report things to Carfax. But you know, if you if you go through the insurance and you go through the dealership, all that shit is gonna be reported. Yeah, but I didn't know that you can do it yourself. I don't even know how you can do it yourself. I think Glenn just thought I was gonna be. I don't know how much money you think I got, Glenn. <laughs> but I'm not going to no dealership getting a goddamn thing fixed. <laughs> Yeah, especially that's on that big boy. That's a no go, my nigga. Right. right. Yeah, that's a no go. I'm finding an idiot savant in the hood <laughs> that only know how to work on foreign cars. That's the nigga I fuck with. The, the only nigga that can fix a Volvo is the nigga that I call. Oh, if you can fix a Volvo, you can fix any fucking thing. Oh, you was in a Volvo? I thought you was in the um, Hummer. No, I'm no, I'm just saying in general, like. Oh, okay, okay. I was in the Hummer, but I'm saying I only fuck with niggas like that. When niggas be like they don't fuck with foreign cars, I don't fuck with them. But if if a motherfucker be like, hey, nigga, I, I take my mama Volvo up here, nigga, it is <laughs> difficult to fuck with a Volvo. Yeah. So if these people can get your shit running and right, this this that's who I need to be with. Because right. if they can fuck with a Volvo, nigga, they can fucking they can MacGyver. A submarine to the Titanic. <laughs> a successful, a successful excursion. <laughs> For real. 
That's who they probably should have had working for Ocean Gate is somebody who fuck with Volvo. Yeah. yeah, instead of somebody that went on YouTube and found a video on how to make a sub-missile. But anywho, yeah, we're not going to go there with Ocean Gate, but uh, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> first up, let's go ahead and t- uh, talk about Twitter. So, Twitter, um, this past week, uh, contract expired with Google and they didn't want to pay it. So what they did was was they limited the amount of things that you can see on Google, on um Twitter. So and um a lot of people were pissed off about that. So um we ended up having a couple of um apps that started off uh I don't know if they started this past week, but they got popular this past week because of what happened with Twitter. So one of them was Spill. And with Spill, um, it it trended like number one on Twitter because everybody was talking about moving over to Spill. Spill is an app that was um, created by some ex-Twitter employees. And <clears throat> somehow it got marketed as like the new black Twitter and people were saying um, only black people should go over there. Um, <laughs> and um, and I think I think the uh, the owners are black. I think it is black owned. So um, yeah, um, the way that it works is that you have to have a code or you have to get on a waiting list. So somebody has to invite you um, with their code. Or you get on the um, the waiting list that takes days for you to be approved. And then um, they also, you know how Twitter is like the wild, wild west. How you can have like all types of porn and shit on Twitter. Um, it's not like that on Spiel. And uh, it's, it's, more, um, it's more tame on spill so you won't get bombarded with a bunch of porn shit if that's not your thing you know um and uh a lot of people a lot of people liked it um one person that got on there um or one company that got on there was the shade room a lot of people were pissed about the shade room being on there so um the shade room started putting out um surveys and stuff like i don't want us on here and people was like, hell no. <laughs> and so then they put out a statement saying that their spill account is going to be completely different than any other social media account. And it's going to be ran by a totally different person. And people still was like, that's not making it any better. We still don't want you on here. Um, but, you know, they they didn't deactivate the account. Um, it's a cute app. Uh yeah, um, because of the whole rumor that it was supposed to be for black people only, and people was getting mad, like, who gave out the code to a white person, and all this type of stuff, um, one of the owners had to come out and put out a video saying that it's open for everyone, they're not, um, discriminating against anybody, um, so then, uh, but I haven't seen any white people on here since I've been on here, um, 
excuse me but uh that was uh that was the hype for like a day or two then facebook comes out with an app called threads and threads is supposed to rival twitter um with the threads app um the only reason why i haven't gone on there is because if you deactivate your account with threads the only way you can do that is that you have to deactivate your instagram account um because threads is owned by meta but i don't understand why you have to deactivate your instagram account to deactivate threads account so i thought that was kind of weird so i was like you know threads won't be a place that i'm at if that's the case you know um so a lot of people um were saying that they like threads as well um but threads uh, trended as well but with spill and threads coming out it really had twitter shaking in their boots so they went on ahead and um i guess they went on ahead and paid google so now they don't have the uh the um what's that called the um the limit of what you can yeah. see so so tw- twitter's back to normal but you know ever since elon has taken over he's really been fucking twitter up so people have been looking for various outlets to replace twitter but twitter is such a powerhouse and been a powerhouse for so long it's gonna be kind of hard to completely replace twitter um but what are your thoughts about it? My thoughts is, um, you know, nigga, Twitter ain't MySpace, y'all. You gotta act like, um, you gotta act like uh, Elon Musk is exactly what he is. He's a, a, a nigga on the spectrum with a lot of time on his hands to create and do what the fuck he wants to do. That shit ain't going nowhere. He bought that for a reason. This that 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 shit is uh that shit is God body when it comes to social media. And so if, if we ain't figured that out yet, then we're we're doing ourselves a great disservice. Um, mm-hmm. I don't believe anything is uh is gonna would would even stop it even if they didn't even pay that money, niggas still would have been on Twitter. Yeah. Right. Certain things that just is gonna. Right, right, and it's just funny how people were like going back to Twitter talking about how such and such is good. Well, and then somebody pointed out like, well, if it's so good, why are you coming back to Twitter talking about how good it is? Why are you just not over there? I'm like, oh, that's a great point. It's a really great point. Yeah, the shit. It 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 didn't. It don't make no sense for you to jump on somebody else's shit. And talk about some other shit while on somebody else's shit. It's it, it, mm-hmm. it, it just dumb. It's just like the niggas that was buying all of the fucking Nikes and then burning them. Nigga, I just got I, I got six hundred dollars from you. right already. Right. I don't need no more of your bitch ass money, little bitty dude. It don't matter to me. <laughs> like like you, right. you just you just defeated the whole point. Like you get it. I got. Kid the money. Rock spent like fifteen hundred dollars on Bud Light. Just to shoot it up and say he wasn't never gonna fuck with Bud Light again. Right. They turned around and got a super trans dude to do an advertisement. Ain't no, no nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, but <clears throat> but Wazza still ain't recovered from that shit. I will put that. I will point that out. But 
I get your point. They ain't they ain't recovered how how uh, we would expect them and what the quote unquote is that, uh, the economy expects them to do. But you think the niggas that own Budweiser are broke? Hell no, hell no. They got that generational yeah, wealth. Yeah. Do you th- yeah? Do you think that fucking play with their pockets? It fucked with the company. Mm-hmm. It didn't play with their pockets. They still living how they want to live. Oh yeah, yeah. Ain't shit, ain't shit changed. Like light bills and gas bills are still getting paid in the household. <laughs> yeah. Right, man. Come on, man. Let's want to be understanding. I, I, I take the um, the the quote of Damon Dash, man. If when you your own boss, man, you cannot get canceled. You cannot. It, it is never over that's when true. you're your own boss. Mm-hmm. And that's and and, and it's no other. It, it's no way, no way you can make that up as a lie. When you're your own boss, it's no kind of can canceling means you're fired. That means nobody will hire you anymore. Yeah, you always gonna hire yourself. Right, that's the first person you hire. <clears throat> yeah. Like, sure. I didn't understand the hoopla, but that's what it was. Old school talking. That was hoopla, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know but, why I give a fuck about hoopla. But it was interesting to see, you know, um, because they really, I mean, they really had, they really had Elon shaking in his boots, you know, because he's done a lot of changes, but that one, that one was the one that he had to be like, all right, maybe this one ain't necessarily a good idea. Did it though? I, I think it, I, I don't think it shook Elon at all. I don't think Elon gave a fuck. I think it was the people that's under him that was really like, hey, man, we got to pay these people this money. Because they were scared. And he was like, all right, man, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if that's going to make y'all happy, man, fuck it. But, but the thing is, is that given given the short history since he's been over it, he ain't gave a fuck about them people under him. Obviously, because, I mean, he laid off the majority of the staff, you know? Um, so that's the reason why I'm like, that pretty much had him shaking in his boots. Because <clears throat> because he went on ahead and paid him instead of continuing the whole limited uh thing that he was doing. Cause he would have continued that just like I how he continued. Uh I, I don't know, but I think I think he would have continued that just like how he's continuing the whole paying for Twitter. You know? I, I, I don't know, because I, I, I be looking at this guy and like, you know, this, this I work with people like him. So this man is clearly autistic. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just think, you know what I'm saying, is whoever, whoever is his real handlers, like, I don't give a fuck how many billions you got. This man is autistic. He got handlers. And I think they, that, I think they the ones that was in there, because I don't think he really would have gave a fuck. I'm going I'm to keep it 100 with him. Like, if, if, if you think about it, when you think about Elon Musk, he ain't gonna do nothing but post. He gonna be cool with them niggas posting titties and electronics and like mind altering drugs. Like if he can sanction that off to the, that's just all I'm talking about on Twitter. He wouldn't have gave a fuck. It's the people that actually are under him. Like, dude, hey, like for real, like fall back on this. Like really pay them people that money. Yeah. Like we let you slide on everything else, but we ain't gonna let you slide on this one. Yeah, <clears throat> but I I don't know because I'm I'm sure I'm sure that they really had a stern talking to 
with him because now like he's like in a battle with um Zuckerberg. You know? Um I just think that this one this one was the one. Just just going off of the history because like he ain't gave a fuck no other time. You know. But <clears throat> I just I just feel like this one this one was the one. Maybe the maybe the powers under him was just like really, really put this one on the table, like, hey, this is what can happen. This is what's starting to happen. You know, and maybe because they were seeing it in real time, then he was like, All right, maybe I didn't went too far with this one. They had to tell that nigga they they had to look that nigga in the face and be like, Elon, you will never make another spaceship. And he was like, Okay, well what the fuck I need to do. Right. <laughs> right. Something. Something because yeah, yeah that that one was that that um decision was very short lived. So I think it was like a day, and he was like, "All right, Google, how much I owe y'all? Let me go ahead and send this money over. Let me go ahead and pay y'all y'all little funky twenty dollars, you know." Right. So, but yeah, yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see um how this goes from um from this point on because he's really he's really trying to fuck that shit up. I don't know if he's trying to fuck it up to the point where he can claim bankruptcy and get his money back or what. I don't know. But yeah. Um so yeah so that's uh that's Twitter. We all and then we always keep doing these RIP Twitters and I'd be really thinking like is this the end? Like, is this legit the end? We didn't we didn't kill Twitter about like three times. We didn't had a funeral about three times for for Twitter. At least. And yeah. like the Phoenix, this bitch keeps rising again. Mm-hmm. So like, no. Like Yeah. I'm a fan of Twitter. I know Twitter ain't going nowhere for a long fucking time. Yeah. I, I agree. Cool. I don't I don't think Twitter's going nowhere no time soon. Like I said, it's a it's such a big powerhouse. That I just really can't see see it going anywhere. Like <clears throat> it's not like how how Instagram was killing off these other apps. Like there's it's really yeah. nothing that's gonna kill off Twitter. And I saw somebody Twitter's talk about it. Space. Yeah, I saw somebody talk about it and they they described it pretty pretty accurately. They was like it's like a really big group chat. You know, so, and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. Especially, especially like when you watching stuff and you want to see what people are thinking in real time. You know, so. Man, Twitter is the only place where you can actually um, follow Forbes magazine. See what's going on with, um, with all the electronics going on. You can check your horoscope. You can actually find out if you're psychic. You can see some pussy. You can see a nigga getting his dick sucked by a dude. You can also um, find puppies and kittens and how to take care of a wounded turtle. <laughs> All this shit you got on uh, on Twitter. And then the beauty of, it, of Twitter is everything that I just named. You got a million niggas ready to shit on it all. Yeah, and then on top of that, you got a billion white folks ready to be like, "Shut up, nigger." 
that shit is not going nowhere. Right. And with everything that you just explained, I cannot reply, bitch, fuck you. With all of that, I cannot say, bitch, fuck you on Twitter. That's the part that that's the part that yeah, really grinds my gears. Right. <laughs> but but the thing about Twitter and me is that yes, I have a big vocabulary. Yes, I do like using cuss words as well. But Twitter, because of the bias, will make me use my vocabulary more and make me say Make me say in creative ways, bitch, fuck you. So, yeah. That is a positive thing about Twitter. There is, there's, different, there's definitely a million different ways I can say, bitch, fuck you. But shit don't yeah, just Twitter hit. Twitter ain't me. Yeah, but. Instagram and, uh, Instagram and Facebook sanction the shit out of me, though. Yeah. I feel the same way about them. It's like certain things I know I can't say on, uh. On on Facebook or Instagram, like nigga, they hit me up for anything. I remember I seen a situation where a nigga was walking around, um, FaceTiming the world or going live to the world because he wanted a girl to call him, and he was walking around shooting people in the head. I got on that motherfucker and I said, "Hey man, anybody see this nigga, just air him out because it's the fucking truth." Yeah. Bro, if I see you walking down the street, I'm going to just air your motherfucking ass out because I know what you are on. Right, right. Man, I got, I got locked out of fucking uh, Facebook and Instagram for about three months. Oh, wow. Because I said, kill this nigga. Right. But right. for real, that's what you're supposed to that's do. That's what you're supposed to do. You're a threat. You're you're not about to, you yeah. ain't about to walk around watching this nigga actually be a comic book villain. Yeah, I remember that. That nigga would have walked down my street. I would have blew this nigga's top off. Like, and, and no question about it, because, like, who was it to say you wouldn't have just walked up my door and said, my motherfucking steps to just shoot my motherfucking baby mama in the face? Right. Right. Like, he's well, a threat. He was a threat. <clears throat> and there wouldn't have been a jury that would have convicted you because he, he was a threat. And he was on live showing how much of a threat he was. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> But you would have seen me on live, like, hey, homie, what type of shit you on? And as soon as he turned around, like, I'm sad, you would have heard, bah, 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 bah. like, yeah, I'm right. fucking aired that dude out. Right, right. And like I said, not a jury would have convicted you because he was a threat, you know, and you had to neutralize the threat. But, um, <clears throat> but speaking of this week in Twitter, um, <clears throat> so Kiki Palmer. <laughs> So she went to see the greatest show on earth right now. Um, and no, I'm not talking about Ringling Brothers. I am talking about Usher's um, Las Vegas residency. Um, and speaking from a person who has seen it firsthand, it is the greatest show on earth right now. It really is. Um, not gonna hold you. It really is the greatest show on earth. Um, so um, she went to go see him um a few days ago, and on a um on a song called "There Goes My Baby" that was pretty popular by Usher, 
um, Usher, you know, got it, went into the crowd and sung the song like he normally does. And he sung it to uh, Kiki Palmer as part of the show. Nothing, nothing abnormal about it. Um, Kiki Palmer had on a dress. Um, the dress was see-through. And up under it, she had on a bodysuit. <clears throat> Excuse me. The bodysuit um, was like a thong bodysuit. And with this bodysuit, you know, um, it was, it was a really cute dress and she, uh, it was like a moment. It was a moment between them two. She, uh, turned around and that's when everybody, um, you know, pretty much saw her whole outfit and it was really cute. Um, nothing disrespectful about their interaction. Um, and you know, he sung, she, he put the mic, um, in her in um in front of her and she sung a part of the song too and we all know that Kiki can sing as well so um it was it was a really cute interaction like i said nothing disrespectful about the interaction um so Kiki we know we all know is in a relationship <clears throat> excuse me and she just had a baby a few months ago her boyfriend and father to her child whose name is Darius, saw the video and um, went to Twitter and was like, well, you know, it's the outfit, um, your mom. So people was like, nigga, what? <laughs> and so, you know, people don't play about Kiki Palmer. And so they, they lit his ass up. So then with them doing that, <clears throat> he came back and he uh said a few words as to why he felt the way that he did and then he said he rested his case when he said that people lit his ass up even more <clears throat> excuse me they lit his ass up to the point where he deactivated his account and people um was catching strays <laughs> People was catching strays by this. Um, one of them being his brother. Um, his brother is Sharonis Jackson. Anybody know who that is? If you watch Insecure, he was on season two. He played um, Dro. Um, he played Dro on season so. two. Huh? So. <laughs> but he. So. Don't nobody give a fuck. But what I'm Nigga. the point is is that he called some strays too. <laughs> And then, um, along with that, uh, Kiki was trending, um, Kiki BD was trending, um, and you know, it just became, it became a situation for a couple of days. Not only did he deactivate his Twitter, but, um, Kiki unfollowed him on Instagram and so did he unfollow her on Instagram. And uh, he caught so many bullets. Like, they cooked him for days. He ended up coming back to Twitter. Um, <clears throat> you know, Lord. Okay, let me, let me actually pull up what he did, what he said or whatever. Um, because that was part of why he was getting cooked. 
was what he said. And uh, <laughs> they were uh, not only were they cooking him on Twitter, but they were uh, they were comparing him to that episode of the Boondocks when um, Mr. Dubois lost his uh, lost his uh, his uh, his wife. To Usher, do you remember that episode? He didn't lose his wife. Though. This is this is fucking like this. The whole point of this shit is this shit is fucking not even reality. These niggas is wild. Like yeah. how the fuck can a light skinned nigga actually be a full fledged cartoon? When I say certain people, when they write things, they are actually getting into like so many multiverses of what our life can be and we're watching this shit play the fuck out the simpsons did it and now you're saying that the boondocks is slowly but surely doing the same fucking thing yeah they do. Shit yeah. Is fucking crazy they are and it was hilarious to watch um because it was just like what are you doing sir um hold on i'm i'm still pulling it up hold on had to go to his page because he uh <laughs> oh did I, he listen, uh, did he oh he I, ended I, up uh, I, erasing it okay i just want to say one thing mm-hmm. um in this whole situation um only thing that i i really find a real problem with and this is the only thing. Mm-hmm. But this is also a red flag to women. Um, the only thing I have a problem with is why are you putting your frustrations out to the world instead of talking to your woman? Yeah. Because I don't understand that. Like, I've, I, I, People, everybody that, that that actually does watch me and listen to me, have y'all ever seen me try to air out some shit that goes on in my household with Jasmine? No. To y'all. Because I can do that to her. I can tell her that. At the same time that I tell her that, I cannot boast up some shit that I'm not proud of her doing. Yeah, and that was the shit doing it till she until she wasn't around him. That's that's when. Shout out to Dame Dash, I love you because uh, you 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 always say you don't never want to talk about uh, black people in a bad light, and you don't like gossipy ass uh, podcast niggas to do that. And I, I give you that, and I'm not even trying to be gossipy. I'm just trying to say as a man because I don't know him, but as a man, why in the fuck would you think? It was cool to air out your motherfucking livelihood—not uh, your livelihood, but your fucking helpmate, your 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 baby mama, the person that is helping you through this. Why would you air her out in public when you can just simply have a conversation? Yeah, yeah, that's what a lot of people were saying. Like, you know, they they a lot of people were agreeing with him because it it sparked a huge debate online, and a lot of people were agreeing with him. They just didn't agree with the way he did it. But um, the first tweet that he put out was, it's the outfit, though. You a bomb. And then 
He said, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother of his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others, and he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. And then somebody um, replied to him and was like, nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that, brother. You always been an upstanding man and you're, and you're already a great father. I would try to keep it off here, though. People aren't rational here. And then he replied, last tweet of the day for sure. That's for the real ones to understand. Um, I totally agree with him not putting it out for the world to see. Because he did that like he don't got her number. Like, but <clears throat> weird, but he's a big hypocrite. Because he'll take videos of her, he'll take pictures of her in tight and revealing clothes. So I feel like the clothes wasn't the issue. And then like she's she's come out and she said a couple things here and there. And one of the things is like y'all act like he didn't uh see my outfit before I left. Like this is not about my outfit. Which I said from the beginning, this is not about the outfit. This is about Usher. This is this is what this is about. He and he couldn't hide his light skinness. He couldn't, you know, he couldn't contain it. But this is this is totally about Usher. This has nothing to do with her outfit. Cause like I said, he'll post stuff. He posted um a video of her in a um in a whole cat suit, a leopard cat suit, her um clapping her cheeks. And that's I think that would be more something that you would have a um issue with before you have an issue with what she had on. Cause I mean, like, cause if she was at the beach in a bikini, it wouldn't be nothing. It wouldn't be nothing like more revealing than what she had on at the show. So the outfit isn't the issue. The out, I mean, the issue was Usher, and he couldn't contain his light skinness. And I mean, shit, it's fucking Usher. Like anybody's gonna be mesmerized. There's this video that's going around of this guy who's at the Usher concert and he got mesmerized by Usher. You know what I'm saying? So like the, the, the concert is amazing. Like I can't, I can't say anything negative about the show. The show is amazing. Anybody that can get out to Vegas to see him, go see him. He's actually the number one show right now in Vegas. So, and this is like the third year he's doing it. So, like, yeah, the issue is Usher and, and his light skinness. You know, the, the issue that has nothing to do with See, his this, outfit. This, this is my thing. My thing is, I don't, like, yeah, Usher got a major part in this. He has a major part just because Usher is just who Usher is. Usher transcended so hard. And to the heartthrob thing, where nothing people can say about Usher will ever stop him from being heartthrob as Usher. Right. Including what Glenn says, because Glenn said, thank you. It was the fact Herper was fondling his woman. <laughs> First off. Glenn. 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 Because I read that, and I didn't think you was going to say that out loud, Lindsay. Um, but... Okay, since you did, uh, <laughs> we're not gonna do that. The reason why we're not gonna do that is because 
Um, oh, that shit has never stopped Usher's fucking flow. It hasn't. It not, hasn't. You know, not a bit. It took me a minute. It took. I ain't gonna front. It took me a minute to not think of it when somebody brings up his name. But I did get to a point where I stopped thinking of it when his name is brought up. Didn't think about it one time when I was at the concert. So, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I posted, you know me, because I, I, I do shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. I posted when the shit came out. I said, listen, I live in a generation where motherfuckers know Usher got herpes and will still fucking raw. And you know who was the first person to comment on that shit? Who? My motherfucking girl. <laughs> And do and will, right? And she was like, "You damn right." And I said, "Damn, that's crazy." Right, motherfuckers gonna be like, "So you not having a flare up today, right?" Let me let me check. Like, they just want to see what the dick look like. Right, just let me turn on the lights right quick. Right, you 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 stay taking your pills, right? You took them today, right? Like motherfuckers, like it's legit. Like, all right. So, people live with this shit and okay, right? Like, this ain't yeah. nothing's gonna really mess up the flow or anything. So, it ain't gonna stop, it ain't gonna stop nothing. No, it definitely ain't gonna stop nothing if I got the best pussy for Usher to fucking uh put me up somewhere. <laughs> well, I, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so like, yeah, you're right. Even in, it was a bunch <laughs> of women. But Jasmine was the first one, and I was like, damn, you ain't shit. <laughs> but at the same time, if Jasmine went to the Usher concert and they and 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 Usher called her up there, you think I'm gonna stop that shit? Right. Cause that's what he do. That's what he do in the show. He do bring some, he do bring a um a fan on stage and everything. And he does go out well, in the I audience. Yeah, like <clears throat> when I was there, Tiger was there. And he went out in the audience and Tiger wasn't, Tiger was just there to watch the show. I I will say that. Like he wasn't, he wasn't there to perform or anything like that. So Usher caught him off guard and was just like, hey, can you do something or whatever? And he did Rack City, but he couldn't hear it. So he was like delayed and it sounded awful. Hmm. And so, and so Usher had to be like, I I put him on the spot. That was my bad. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, cause like he just handed him the mic and they played Rex City and he just went. But you know, if you don't have that earpiece or whatever, you can't really hear. So, yeah. right. So yeah, it was it was really bad. But um, but yeah, um, you see what Glenn put up. <laughs> <Listen. laughs> And I will still look you dead in the face, Glenn. Cause I know what my girl did, and I know what my girl said, and I and I know she meant every bit of that. Yeah, dead ass. I will I will still look you dead in the face, Glenn, and say, dude, you are a nigga that fuck hairy pussy in 2020. <laughs> you, you can't judge. Look at me. Look at my face, Glenn. Look at my face. 
you a nigga that eats hairy pussy. Oh God. Lord <laughs> we aren't the same, my nigga. <laughs> we are not the same. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. I can't. I simply cannot. But yeah. So <clears throat> back to Usher. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. That's that's basically what this was about. Um. Yeah, but you know, we gonna we gonna keep Darius in our prayers because he need him. Cause he just ain't he he ain't hey, functioning man, as, right. As, as a dude, man, forget Darius. <laughs> forget Darius. I ain't gonna say fuck him. Yeah. I ain't gonna disrespect him like that and be like fuck him. But forget Darius for this shit. Listen. You gave your 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 baby mama a ample opportunity to start finding shit elsewhere. We ain't, I ain't even gonna bring up um, how your Twitter is and how you know what I'm saying how Black Twitter found out what type of dude you actually are. Yeah, yeah. He set himself up. For I him. ain't even gonna bring that up because I'm no that's that smut on your name is gonna be smut on your name. Yeah. So I'm not even gonna bring that up. What I'm saying is you brought so much opportunity for your woman to look elsewhere, man. You you messed up. On the long end, you know what I'm saying. With women play the long game, you messed up on the long game. Yeah. So you Lord. know that's on you. Okay, so Glenn says Harry Coochie love to affinity and beyond, my guy. Lord, y'all gonna have this ongoing battle for years on top of years on top of years. So, um, keep- I mean, you can, you can believe what you want to believe, Buzz Light Hair. So, yeah, so bringing it back to what we're talking about, Kiki did put out a um a post on Instagram about the situation. Um, She put up several pictures from the night of her in the outfit, and she said, deleting later, but first, let me say this. We live together, so if you... So if you think he didn't see my outfit before I left, if you think he didn't compliment me and slap me on my ass before I left, you're delusional. My outfit was never the problem. Which is what I've been saying from the beginning. It was never the problem. So, yeah. This this nigga Darius, I I will say this. This is is something that he lucked out of He's one of the lucky ones. You um, knocked up a skinny woman. And that baby fucking, and, and that baby white hit her and made her a real fucking standout. So you actually went through a whole transformation with your woman. And you got a problem with it, my dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he um she definitely did a glow up um and she's embracing it tenfold. So shout out to her and for him to try to like dim her light publicly is some bullshit. But like I said before, he's loving the shit. He just didn't like that shit with Usher and his insecurities came out. And he tried to blame it on the outfit and try to justify it. And then like people came for him for the way he tried to justify it. Because it was like, okay, you talking about um, your wife, but y'all not even engaged. And you're talking about, like, the man in the house and 
you know, tradition and standards and shit like that. But y'all live in a non-traditional relationship, quote unquote, because not only are y'all like having this kid out of wedlock, if we want to go there, but you're not the breadwinner in the household. You're basically a stay-at-home dad, like, which ain't nothing wrong with the dynamic, but you can't pick and choose when you want to talk about tradition and stuff like that because y'all not living a traditional life. So, yeah, it was a whole lot that got picked apart, and all this is his fault. I wish my baby mama was Kiki Palmer, man. I'd be in. Every time she came home, I'd be, I'd be in that motherfucking vacuum. Like, hey, baby. <laughs> and you know, a lot of people were saying that too. Like, shoot. Like, I'll be I'll be the stay-at-home dad for you. So, yeah. But. You know, have me fucked up. I don't give Because I'm not going to stop processing. Because mm-hmm. I know I got dreams and aspirations too, but I need you to get there in order for you to open those doors. Mm-hmm. I ain't about to be on no extra shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the whole thing, the whole thing was just, it was just unfortunate, but it is what it is. Like at the end of the day, he brought that shit on himself and that's just what it is. Um, so yeah. And then, like you said, other shit is coming out about him that I'm sure he probably forgot that he even tweeted about because he had some Mm -hmm. views. He had some anti-black people views. You know, and pro Trump views, pro police views, um, that all this shit is getting aired out now. And that's the killer part about it. The shit's getting aired out now. Not when we found out who she who her baby daddy was or who she uh who she was um with or anything like that. Like nobody did a deep dive until he put himself out there. So For real. Yeah, you know what I mean? So you brought this on yourself. Um, so yeah, so that's that. Um, so, I hope it just don't backfire on Kiki. I don't think it's gonna backfire on Kiki. Um, I I think I think she's so beloved to the culture that this isn't gonna backfire. But some people have been questioning, like, did you know who your baby daddy was? Did you know? I, I, I think I need a Omar. Uh, I need a uh, Doctor Omar Johnson. Uh, 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 conversation about this one. Why you say that? Because I, I know what I'm saying because you know he's a uh, I'm not saying Kiki Palmer's a child by far. She is a grown woman. Mm-hmm. But I know that he has that uh, psychology background because he is uh, supremely pan-African and pro-black. Like I want him to I, I want him to actually try to, to, to speak on what he thinks the psyche is. Not saying that I'm going to uh, totally agree with it but like you know, he's at a far uh, more level of me trying to think of it intellectually. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really want to speak on, you know what I'm saying, how she, uh, you know, how she could uh, file for a dude like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it would be it would be interesting to see if she knew um, his views and stuff like that prior to, you know. Or if she knew and just ignored it, or if he's changed his views, you know, like <clears throat> I don't know. That can happen. Yeah, you you can change your views, but if you change your views, you need to say that shit in public, just like you tried to shame your motherfucking bitch. You dumb. Not no, because I was about to, I was about to call him a dumb nigga, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, 
the majority of yeah. us wouldn't have did that shit. Yeah, yeah, that was less than smart. That was less than smart. Um, but yeah, so that's the um the Kiki Palmer situation. Um, so next up <clears throat> is uh the Essence Festival um controversy. So, um. As Essence does over the past 25 years, they had the Essence Festival, um, which is in uh, New Orleans. They have it at the Superdome. And um, it was this past, it was last weekend because they do it um, around 4th of July weekend. And so um, there's a couple of things that had went on at the Essence, at the Essence Festival where people... Um, had things to say about it. One of the things was um, Janelle Monae, um, a native Kansas City, um, Kansas City, Kansas. She's from Kansas. Yeah, Kansas City, Kansas. Say and, right. um, <laughs> she's native to the metro. So um, she, <laughs> they had, she was singing a song where she says, get off my areola. And when she said, get off my areola, she, uh, she had on a bikini top. And so she lifted up one side of her bikini top to show her, show her boob. She didn't necessarily show her areola because there was a pasty over her areola. Um, a lot of people had their thoughts and opinions, which are spread all over Twitter about that. Um, then another thing that happened was that, uh, the last day, the headliner for the last day was Megan Thee Stallion. And she does this uh, this part of her show where she brings a lot of people on stage to twerk. And people felt some type of way about that as well. And India Ari, she came out and she had some thoughts and opinions about what's going on. <clears throat> with the Essence Festival as a whole and with them promoting this type of behavior at something that wasn't necessarily um, initially looked at as promoting um, this type of behavior at the Essence Festival. Um, Essence Festival had the reputation of being like something that wasn't necessarily going with what's trendy quote unquote but what is like the standard of black uh musicians and whatnot man just keep it a thousand just Mm -hmm. keep it a thousand Lindsay, and say um for a minute essence was trying to be the upper echelon of black folks hence almost trying to act white well i wouldn't go as far as trying to act white but yeah the upper echelon um, they catered to a different crowd, um, I, a little I, bit I, older. I, I would say, I would say, uh, I would say trying to act like white, but that's just me. Just, just because, um, when uh, you show, uh, when you showed me that interesting conversation, and I deep dived into it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh damn, like that shit is, uh, that shit's wild. How, um, how they was doing things when they started. Yeah. Um. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it on like trying to act white. I would just put it on um, catering to a different crowd. 
they wasn't, like I said, they wasn't going with the trend. They was going with the standard, you know, um, they did. It seemed like now it has transcended into more what's trending and they're trying to go, they're trying to appeal to a a younger demographic. Um, and then on top of that, this year, you know, is going with the whole 50th anniversary of hip hop, uh, situation. So this year's lineup was catering to that along with catering to a younger demographic. So the people that have been going to the Essence Festival for the last 15, 20 years, uh, probably didn't care for what um a Janelle Monet and what a Megan Thee Stallion will bring. That's not something that they probably listen to on a regular basis. So yeah, they probably were kind of thrown off at their um performance. But you know, um Essence is a uh is a festival that has a big array of things that you could go to. You don't have to go to every single thing. Um, but it's been sparking a lot of controversy. Because not only that, um, they're, they're promote, for, for one, they have been promoting the clip where Janelle shows her um, boob. So a lot of people have had a lot of thoughts and opinions on Twitter about that. One I did come across was that this lady, she requested to be at Essence to have a boob to talk about gun, um, excuse me, gun safety, gun laws, um, to pr- try to promote women. Cause you know, the Essence Fest is like geared towards women. So she was, she, um, has a company where they try to, um, educate and promote black women to be gun owners. And she was like, they wasn't going to have any guns there, but they were going to have a booth there and they got denied for that and she was like this is something that could help with the safety of black women but y'all are promoting janelle showing her boob y'all moving away from what people perceive to be the thought of an essence fest and so um i saw that tweet getting a lot of traction and then of course a lot of people was just like this is completely unnecessary for her just to show that single boob um but that's going back to the whole um the whole her showing booze period controversy but um but yeah but as far as like essence is concerned um I could see why people would have um a thought behind it especially when you have an idea of what essence best is supposed to be and what it has transcended to but you can say that with what our conversation was last week about the BET fest, um, the BET awards, it's more trendy now instead of what the standard has been. So it's just what things have been transcending to. Period. Not just Essence Fest for me, but what are your thoughts on it? My whole thing in a nutshell is this: when you pay to go to the uh, Essence Festival. They, you, you, you see what's on the lineup. You, you see this whole thing what's, what's on the lineup. So you choose to go to what you want to see. This is that's the whole thing in a nutshell. Um, I ain't even gonna talk about how it's the uh, quote unquote 50th 
year of uh, hip hop. But I'm just going to say, you know, that was kind of the thing. So niggas has been going there, like you said, for 15 to 10 years. Um, they they knew it was on the flyer. You go to what you, you know what I'm saying? You know, you go to what you, you were accustomed to, what you like to listen to, what's in your mood, not, not um to people that you know you don't even listen to. Like, motherfuckers is, is bringing this controversy up like like 40 and 50-year-olds don't listen to Megan Thee Stallion. Not all of them, but some of them do. And they was there for that. Like, the other OG niggas, like, okay, y'all ain't there for that. Go, just leave. I did, I did, um, it's it just weird to me. And then, especially with, um, just because even speaking of Janelle, like, okay. Boom, this ain't how Janelle started off. We all had this conversation. Even I, I said it, like, kind of weird you came from suits and you doing and, and you doing this but don't nobody know what nobody going through man this lady can uh can go whatever um whatever way she want to make her metamorphosis man that's that's what she want to do and she has an audience for that yeah and they were there for that if you're not there for that then just don't be there yeah yeah that's not downplaying the essence uh essence festival that's just saying hey you know, I'm getting older, and uh, certain things ain't for me. Mm-hmm. Right, and with the resurgence of these um, of these '90s acts having a lane for um, traveling and doing these um, doing these nostalgic tours and whatnot, like if you don't want to go see these people at Essence Fest, there's other places where you can go see the people that you want to see. So you ain't necessarily got to go to Essence Fest. You know what I'm saying? Just because that's what you've been doing for X amount of years. You know, if you can take a year off if you don't see nobody on the roster that you don't want to see. You know? Or, like I said, like, there's so many different things that you can go see. You ain't got to go see Megan Thee Stallion if you don't want to. You ain't got to go see Janelle if you don't want to. You know what I mean? Um, Glenn says, she's been showing them titties like she just bought them. <laughs> Um, she ain't just bought them, but she did yeah. it. She bought them. Yeah, and I mean, and the th- the thing with <clears throat> the thing with Janelle is that like, yeah, a lot of people have been bringing up how she like first came out and she was wearing the suits as a uniform and all this type of stuff, and how she has evolved to what we're seeing now. But it was a gradual process. Um, like she's been going this route, and I just it just reminds me of Andre three thousand. When Andre 3000 first came out, he dressed like a regular person. Um, And then he transcended into what we have now. It was a gradual process that we watched happen in real time. And I remember seeing an interview where somebody asked him about the way that he uh, started to dress. I think it was around the time of Clemen came out. And I remember him saying, like, if I came out dressing the way that I'm dressing now, on Southern playlist of Cadillac music, y'all wouldn't have looked at me, you know, as somebody serious or y'all wouldn't have, you know, try to listen to my music or nothing like that. Like I had to come out one way and gradually move into this because y'all wouldn't have took me as I am if I came out like that, you know, and that makes sense, you know? Um, yeah, because like you, you got to ease people into certain things and, 
You know, like this was this was a gradual process now. I think like the whole boob thing is crazy to me that she trends because she's showing her boobs. When people been showing like like seeing a boob ain't nothing ain't that big of a deal. But I don't know why they making it a big deal with Janelle, but sure. And it, and apparently it's working because y'all y'all getting eyes on her, and y'all y'all paying attention to her music. So and her music her music is good. Like her music ain't never been bad. But um, it, for me it's just a thing of you know uh, the quote unquote gatekeepers. Uh, like as much as they be trying to say it ain't no more gatekeepers, it ain't no more gatekeepers. We be seeing this shit when uh, these type of things happen. It's like, because that shit comes from somewhere, like, you know, um, and it's, it, and for me, it's just the old niggas, like, it's, so many old niggas forget how they got, you know what I'm saying, and how they got there was women, they, they let the women freely do what they wanted to do in they shows and all that shit. And so they, know, now they acting weird, like, you know what I'm saying, they ain't supposed to do that. Man, women been doing that shit for years. Yeah. You know, the irony about it. It's it's evolving faster than these old niggas can comprehend. Yeah. Yeah, and then the crazy part about it is that, like, when people was coming down on, like, hip-hop and stuff like that, we was was like, oh, we'll never be those people. You know what I'm saying? And we're kind of turning in, not us specifically, but as a whole, we're kind of turning into the people that we said that we would not be. You know, and that's that's yeah. the irony of it. But the complete irony that you just had to laugh at was Luke. Luke came out and said something about Janelle, and she, he was just like, "Is she going through a midlife crisis? Like, what is going on with her?" And it's just like, "Sir, sir, <laughs> sir, like." <laughs> This is what I'm saying, man. Say, yeah. Like, when people get old, they forget how they started in this game. Yeah. Like, some some old people. Like, because if I was Luke, I, I mean, you know. I would have sat there and ate my food if I was Luke. <laughs> for what it, yeah, I was about to say, for what it's worth, you know, because everybody loves Uncle Luke. I love right. Uncle Luke. Right. But I just wouldn't have said nothing, Uncle Luke. Right. I, would have I didn't you know what I'm saying. I would have seen it. I would have had my opinion, and then I would have said, uh, hey, order me a steak for the night, because I got bread, and I ain't tripping off this. Yeah. Like, I would have just had to watch it and sit there and eat my food. Like, what? Sir. Sir, you are the reason why we have parental advisory on albums. And you're asking if Janelle is going through a midlife crisis? Like, it was just laughable to me. Like, I couldn't even get mad. It was just laughable. Like, like, and then I had to go check because, you know, with all the changes and shit that Twitter got going on, you don't know if people is, uh, you don't know if people is, um, if it's a real account or a parody account. So I had to go check, like, to make sure that this was Uncle Luke's account. And it was. And I was like, whoa, sir. Like, that's all I can think of was, sir. Because, you know, people was cooking him for that. But I was just like, wow. And they supposed to live. Yeah. Listen, dude, 
you've been you've been the king of raunchy shit for the longest. Dude, you had songs that my fucking mama was listening to. Like real shit. You had shit popping in the 80s. My mama was listening to that shit. He should have just, you know, if he was going to say anything, he should have just reacted with that um, gif of um, Dave Chappelle when he was dressed like Rick James doing this. You know what I mean? Just come on. Just, you know, welcome to the dark side. Like, what? Sir, like, <laughs> sir. Right, nigga, what? Nigga, right. On. Not only do you have those shits, dude, I remember uh, being a young bull and listening to this nigga say shit. The chorus was, here, lizard, lizard. Here, lizard, lizard. Here, lizard, lizard, I need a bigger box. Like, what in the fuck? Dude. Yeah. Here, Are you lizard, fucking lizard. serious? This, and that song snapped, too. I'm not even going to hold you. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was a banger. I yeah. listened to it as a young boy, but I'm saying, dude, how can you, of all people, have a problem with what's going on? It's a... And and not even trying to be that kind because a, a lot of niggas always be talking about boy. I be uh I see your podcast and you be well you really be you you be fucking with them bitches heavy and I'm like dude no nah, I, I don't know I just call it out for what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like how in the fuck it, we as men is gonna be that kind like you know a lot of shit didn't start this movement. Like, yeah. A, a lot of shit started this movement. I can't be mad. I, I didn't cause this shit. But yeah. I know I'm going to have to see this shit. I right. know I'm going to be a witness to this shit. Right. And the only thing I can do is steer my bitch in, in a way to thinking that, like, hey, I, I'm not that type. Like, you ain't got to do that type shit to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. for real, we got to watch this shit unfold because we all seen this evolution of what it was. Mm-hmm. And sorry, Uncle Luke, you started this shit. Right. You started this gangster shit. And. Just the irony of it all, what you're saying. Is she going through a midlife crisis? Why she got to be going through a midlife crisis to show a boob? And I just, she going I don't know. Yeah, like, I just was like, wow. She going, through, she going through the whole situation of, shit, I'm still relevant enough to make fucking music. Yeah. Yeah. And my music, and my music slaps. Like, like, I mean, her albums are good. Like, the, her new album is good, you know? So, I mean, if she need to show a boo for y'all to listen to the shit, well, fuck it. Yeah, she gonna show her boo. Whatever. I don't I don't care. The music's good. So, and she'll be here in September. So, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so. And shout out to her to do. Uh, to, uh, all the women I seen in, 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 on, on Twitter that was, that was knocking her, they can't just, they can't. They... Can't just throw they boob out there. That shit gonna slap the first table of the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Get the fuck out of here. You let that goddamn yeah. elephant truck out the back. That shit is gonna fuck some shit up. <laughs> fuck is I this? mean, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe because I have them, I just don't. I don't see what the big deal is because I mean I have them and I'm just like yeah. 
okay, she showed the boobs. But yeah, but y'all making it, y'all making it like, like it's like the second coming of Christ. Like, it's like, okay, she showed the boobs. So what? Um, the know? only people you, you, you hearing that from, Lindsay, is those people that wouldn't dare, these women wouldn't dare show their boobs. No. No, they wouldn't. These women are stalking shit. They got like five kids and, and and they got stupid big titties and they got stretch marks. So the shit damn near come down to they fucking kneecap. And you know what I'm saying? Like, them bitches that got titties like me. You, have you seen them fat bitches that have that had them titties that like nipples coming to their motherfucking uh, belly button? Hey, I don't nobody want to see that bullshit. <laughs> Like what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. Even the, the the nigga that's with her right now, cause niggas, cause bitches like that got they got niggas. But the nigga that's with her right now, you know he make her lay down first. Like Boy. she just ain't about to take that shit off standing up. Like nigga, we're not. I'm not playing hopscotch with your titties, nigga. Lay down. Lord Jesus. Let the motherfuckers fall to the side, like I'm used to them doing. <laughs> Lord Jesus. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's Essence Fest. Okay. Um, have you ever been? Hell no. Not hell no. Um, Not saying it like that, but I knew it always catered to women, so I don't, I, I, I never was like, go. I'm going to go to that. No, men, men go to, but yeah, it is catered. I mean, Essence is a, a, um, a black woman um, magazine. So yeah, it's it's catered to women, but men do go. Um, Essence Fest ain't never been my thing, so I've never went. Um, the the crowds that I saw pre pandemic were just way too much for me to think that that's something I want to do. So yeah, I don't know what it looks like post. But them crowds, it, it used to be seas of people, and I'm like, it's not for me. I don't want. I don't want to be nowhere near it. Plus, it's in the Superdome, and the Superdome is a gravesite. I'm sorry, it's a it's a gravesite. I don't see how people act like that shit wasn't going down in Katrina, in that in that place. I don't want no parts of it. But um, but yeah, but shout out to people that go and forget about the shit that happened in in um the superdome or able to forget about the shit that happened in the superdome i know i I just went left completely but to bring it back up so (laughs) yeah so um so yeah um so yeah to bring it back up we have um couple weeks ago we had uh, a situation with saucy santana to where um he was supposed to do a uh a performance for this um pride event and he did not do it so it was a big controversy behind that i didn't i'm not gonna go into what happened with that but one of the things that came out was his uh writer and his writer, a writer is basically what you um, require um, for the venue to take care of for you, for um, for you to be comfortable 
when you come to do your performance. Um, you have a uh, writer for what you need as far as your performance is concerned. And then you have a writer for what you need in like your green room for you to be comfortable um, so that you can give the best uh, performance that you can. And so um, when his writer came out, there was a lot of things on the writer that a lot of people had <laughs> had talk about. Um, and they're called like a tech writer and then a hospitality writer. So, um, not getting into the tech cause the tech is pretty standard, but, um, his hospitality writer is, excuse me, is pretty, pretty long, but, um, he says one bottle of Casa Azul, two bottles of 1942 Don Julio, 12 cans of Red Bull, a case of Fiji water chilled, um, dressing room and on stage. One case of Coca-Cola, orange juice, apple juice, assorted fruit platter, Popeyes, a box of legs, a box of mix with legs, wings, and breasts, white and dark meat, biscuits, mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, um, mashed potatoes and gravy, and fries, a handheld electric fan, Vaseline cocoa butter gel, degree deodorant spray women's, 12 black handheld towels, dressing room and on stage, three hookah flavors, and blueberry and vanilla, and blueberry and mint and watermelon, um, club events, and then 50 buffalo wings, mild, into-go boxes, club events, ground transportation, large um, black large SUV, Cadillac Suburban luxury sprinter, must have ground transportation the whole time in city, arrival to, depo to departure, no Uber black. So, um, with this writer coming out, I thought it'd be a good idea to see, like, once we become famous and we can require certain things to be in our dressing room, what would be some things that you would require? Ooh, well, uh, shout out to Saucy Santana, because uh, first time I read that, I, I guess I just kind of skimmed through it and really didn't uh, pay attention, but I, I'm now that I'm looking at that shit, that shit was, God damn. Listen, Very specific, yeah. If, 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 you want, if you want all that from me, I just don't want you on my show. Well. I don't. Um, but that's just me. That's just me. Um, because that's just a little bit much. Like, especially with the Popeyes we have around here. Like, <laughs> I, I can't guarantee you that. <laughs> right. Because they may have one and not the <laughs> other. So. Yeah. The box would come I, with I a note on top. Right. So what had happened was, right, so... So I don't know, but like on mine, like as far as my amenities, what I need, I don't need. I, I need a. Uh, I probably need a, a a twelve pack of water. Um, I'm gonna need a at least a twelve pack of Corona. 
I'm gonna need rolling papers. <laughs> and shh, knowing me, because I know I'm doing a show, I, I, I ain't gonna do too much. I, I'm, I'm gonna just uh, ask for, uh, you know, like, like small things to eat. Like I'm gonna ask for fruit. And I'm going to ask for, like, you know, maybe uh, uh, Italian sandwiches. Like, some, something I know I can balance out. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't going to do, I wouldn't do too much. Because mm-hmm. I got a show to do. Right, So, right. I'm just, you know, if I'm, I'm, I'm going to do some wild shit, it's, it's when I'm, 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 I'm about to get up out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much the same. Uh, I wouldn't, like, anything that I would require, um, as far as like alcohol, um, I probably will use it after the fact because I want to have a clear head, you know, going in. But um, definitely water would be um, candy, whatever candy I can think of. Definitely would need candy because don't nobody want to uh, want to be around me if my sugar drops. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, probably like a really good tequila. Um, what's the, what's the tequila that everybody does now? Casamigos. I don't don't drink hard liquor like that. I don't know. Yeah. I would probably do Casamigos and then a margarita mix. Just in a whole bunch of ice. And then, um, probably just like. Some basic food. Um, but I would definitely say like the food, um, like somebody can probably have it delivered like midway through the show because I'm not going to eat it before. You know? Yeah. So, um, and then transportation. Yeah. But that, I wouldn't consider that part of a rider. Because, like, if, if somebody, like, were to do a show or were to um, request for us to do a show for them, then I would think that they would cover, like, that would be part of the um, contract for them to cover, like, the hotel stay and the transportation and stuff like that. But, like, the hospitality rider, you know, it would be something simple. Like, I wouldn't, like, I would think something like a handheld electric fan or deodorant, that would be something that I just automatically bring. You know what I mean? Right. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah, I wouldn't require them like that. But like something simple like, you know, Casamigos, water, margarita mix, uh, some, some food and, um, some food for afterwards and, um, and Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that deep. Now, I have heard, like, in the past, like, people would be like, oh, all I want is all yellow peanut M&M's. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I, I used to hear that shit, too. Yeah. I didn't think that shit was real. So, it is real, and then I found out the reason why people do that. Because, um, because like I said, the hospitality writer is um, the tech side and the uh, or not the hospitality writer, but the writer period is the tech side and the hospitality side. And the reason why they would do certain things like having all green Skittles 
and stuff like that is because they want to make sure that you're paying attention to detail because they may ask for something very specific on the tech side in order for the show to be a great show. So you may like you may get their writer and may want to try to cut corners or be like, oh, that ain't that big of a deal. I can switch that for that or something like that. So if you're not paying attention to detail on the hospitality side, and that's an easy way for them to come in and automatically see, oh, well, y'all don't pay attention to detail. So you probably ain't paying attention to detail on the tech side either. So we need to figure this out. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, well, that now that I know the reason why people, why that started, that totally makes sense. Because for me, I was thinking people was just being prima donnas. You know what I mean? So. If you put it in that standpoint, I get it. But still, mm-hmm. I, I you just not gonna get that type of Popeyes in my city, so I ain't gonna be able. To, I ain't you're gonna not. be able to fulfill that. You know, you know. It's like I, I might go to three places and all they got is legs. Right. <laughs> right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like the Popeyes is probably gonna have a note on top of the box and be like, "So what had happened was, so yeah." Man. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that got that got a lot of buzz because people was looking at that like, what the hell, sauce? And then they went into a whole bigger discussion about saucy Simpson and whatnot. But yeah, but we're just gonna keep it at the right. So, um, so yeah, so next up is uh, <clears throat> okay, so there's this show. That's on the OWN Network. It's been on for several seasons now. It's called Love and Marriage Huntsville. Um, and just real quick, the basis of the show is it initially was three couples. Now it's more couples. One of the couples is divorced, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's just showing, like, you know, the trials and tribulations that people are going through. It's a reality show. Trials and tribulations that people are going through um, within within their marriage and now divorce with one couple. So, there's a couple on there um i will say this like the those people on the show like i used to really like the show now i just watch it out of habit because none of the people are likable on the show anymore but um there's a couple on the show where they actually got married um season one and they're a blended family they're 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 older um age wise as opposed to the other couples on the show but they're the youngest um their marriage is the youngest as opposed to the other people so um the wife um her name is kimmy the husband is maurice kimmy got diagnosed with breast cancer she's um also by trade is a nurse and um so she's been going through the process of um she had chemo she completed chemo and then she had surgery and then after surgery she had radiation. So there was like um a few weeks ago where they had an episode where they talked about she brought up the fact that um her libido is off. Like this is a um a side effect of the chemo that she doesn't have a sex drive at all and basically every time that they have had sex since She's been going through this journey. It's been because of him. He did not know it, but um, it's been told to us since 
you know, season one, that he has a very high sex drive. He requires it like every day. And not to say that they have it every day, but they have it almost every day. And so um, it kind of, you know, kind of got dialed back, but not that much since she's been going through the journey. And it wasn't until this conversation that he thought, because he thought that like when she would like get close to him, that was her trying to initiate sex when it really wasn't. And then he didn't know that she was faking it while they were having sex but she was doing that because of him because she was trying to please him all while she's going through the journey so so he's finding this out in this conversation so um he did a interview with the creator slash executive producer of the show um which is carlos king if anybody knows him he's um from um real housewives of atlanta and loving hip-hop atlanta fame um, and in the conversation, he pretty much said that that was his wifely duty. That was her wifely duty to give him sex, even though she's going through this. And, um, it was, it was just like a lot of choice words that he used in this conversation that just was very cringy and had a lot of people pissed off at him. So much so that um, Dennis McKinley, which is Portia Williams from from Real Housewives of Atlanta, her baby daddy was in the comments like, I want to fight him. And so they're trying to set up a celebrity boxing match now because it was that bad. He even was like, his words are disgusting. And anybody that has watched the show knows that like these men, they're very... uh. They're very um, misogynistic. And he was he has a brother on the show that's just overtly misogynistic. So I feel like a lot of people thought that he was the good one out of the two. When in all actuality, they're basically the same person. And Kimmy said that back on season one, that they're basically the same person. And I feel like now it's really starting to come out. And I think people were just like blinded by his education because he's a lawyer. And he owns um, like credit repair businesses and stuff like that. And I just feel like people were blinded by all of that, that they did not realize how much of an asshole he really is. And so the. Uh, I don't realize why the, the, you, you asked me, uh, what is the wifely duty? Yes. Okay. Yes. So um, this that clip of the interview went viral. People were disgusted, like I said. And. Um, Basically, I'm bringing it here because not to like, throw you off. But not, no, 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 because yeah, not to not, not to throw you off, but I was because I, I was like, where are we going with this? Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, we ain't discuss this. I didn't see this, and then I, I was like, oh, okay, this is the wife we do. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry, I've been uh, getting hot, people. So I, had to put, <laughs> I I really had to put that shit together, like right here and now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, um, like you just said. I'm bringing it to the podcast because I want to hear from you as a person who is in a um, relationship, who is building a family in said relationship. What do you feel like is um, your mate's wifely duties? And would you feel like, 
they should continue those wifely duties when you're going through crises like cancer. Well, first and foremost, let me say, um, Jasmine, uh, me and Jasmine have been together for going on six years now. Um, she is my girlfriend, but she's my life partner. I haven't I haven't gave her a title of a wife and because I haven't gave her a title of a wife because um quote unquote society has made standards of that there's certain things that um me and uh, me and Jasmine go through that a lot of uh of you oh I I, I can't say old school but traditional way of thinking dudes ain't gonna um ain't gonna find uh common you know, so, but the whole thing in that nutshell is we have to understand we in, we we are in a, a era that everybody ain't traditional, and so we got to stop trying to spew those things. Like even when women try to talk about um, what they think a traditional man is, it's like nothing is traditional now. We really have to understand that we have to adapt to each other. I've learned to adapt um, with my woman. So wifely duties for me. Um, it ain't ain't really that hard. It's like I just really want you to um, help me. Like, and it don't it, it for me. It's not bills. It's not mortgage. It ain't none of that shit. But like, damn, help me. Like, you know, whatever we got going on. You know, I got a job. She got a job. I cook some days. You cook some days. I wash dishes some days. You wash dishes some days. I know what I'm saying I wash clothes, you wash clothes. I just know what I'm saying I'm on a, I'm on a back to back. I want I want this to be Batman and Robin. I don't want it to. You know what I'm saying I ain't I ain't trying to be on no extra with nobody. I ain't I ain't putting no long stigma down on her because I know um, with a modern woman, modern woman expect a, a lot of things that most niggas be like it's too much for them. Like a lot of niggas really be thinking it's too much for them to just like sit at home and talk to their bitch for one day. You know, I, I ain't know what I'm saying. I'm not into that. I'm like, we just we we're we're going back and forth with this. This is this is fifty fifty, but fifty fifty on our level. But we fifty fifty each other. We don't certain things that go on like 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 the bills. I just feel like that's just my thing to do. Um, I and and it ain't I I can never say like a man taught me that, but I watched my mother struggle, and so um. Now that I have the opportunity not to struggle, when I know she's about to be a mother, I'm not going to put her through that type of situation. It's just certain things that I learned that I wanted to be, you know what I'm saying, that I I, I wanted to uh, model instead of uh, instead of fitting a cliche or, uh, 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 I don't know, what like a statistic or, you know, just a, a, a modern uh, geography of what we at, niggas supposed to do this and niggas supposed to do that. No, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. undo this you know so you know what I'm saying her wifely duties ain't no wifely duties it's, it's, it's just hey man we give each other the you know what I'm saying equal energy mm-hmm. like real shit the shit that you see me doing is the shit you gonna see her doing and vice versa it, it's never no in between it ain't if, if you catch me if you catch her doing some amazing shit for me it's cause I'm, I'm doing amazing shit for her it's just one of those things if you catch her doing remedial shit, like, 
just washing the dishes. Just because sometimes I come home and wash the dishes. Sometimes I come home and I just, I, uh, the other day, I just, I, I cleaned the tub so she could it's, take a fucking bath. Like, certain things you, like, you just supposed to do when you fuck with a person. Yeah. 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 And I agree, too. Like, my whole thing is, is that whatever works in your relationship is what works in your relationship. Um, and each relationship should be catered to the people. And whatever they agree upon is what they agree upon. And, like, my relationship may not look like the next person's relationship. You know what I'm saying? But um, I just feel like certain things, um, certain things should have, uh, should have, like, a, uh, a asterisk by. Like, if it's something that I normally do and I fall ill, like, you shouldn't hold that against me. You shouldn't hold me to the same exactly. standard. You know what I mean? Because there, there's a lot of shit that's going on um, within their marriage that I feel like is completely unacceptable given the fact that she is sick right now. She may not look it, but she's going through it. You know what I mean? And some things... Can we put on the back burner? It's not it's not a big deal right now. Um you know, um and I feel I feel like okay, one it's one thing when you're not aware. Like as far as like the sex is concerned. It's one thing when you're not aware that this is what's going on with your mate. But when she tells you this is what's going on, how are you going to act? after knowing that this is what's going on you know what i mean because some people may still you know still think that 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 you still should have sex as often as that other mate wants you to even though you just had surgery or you were going through chemo or anything like that you know what i mean and it's just like damn so you can't even get no time off from your quote-unquote wifely duties I remember um, watching this episode of My 600 Pound Life. And this chick, she had got the weight loss surgery, right? Literally, the night that she came home from the surgery, her husband pressured her into having sex. She ended up reopening her um, incision. And had to go back to the hospital. I was like, that is the most selfish shit I have ever heard of in my life. First of all, shout out to that nigga for, for still getting his dick hard in a documentary called My 600 Pound Wife. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, my nigga, like, give it a break. Like, God, like, listen. Yeah. Gotta pump the brakes, my guy. Like, pump the brakes. Right. But um, even speaking on that, I I would just you know, I I I'll piggyback on you, and I don't understand it, but that's um, that's when um, for me, man, my opinion, this is when niggas start uh trying to go traditional when they're not living traditional lives, like. It's always a nigga that say some shit like, you know, 
when I want sex, she got to give it to me. You know what I'm saying? Even when she's tired or not. Because they be trying to uh, act the traditional way. You been fucking this girl since she was 15, nigga. Ain't nothing traditional about this. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's start keeping it 100 with ourselves. Like, we really have to start transition, transitioning as men to understand that, like, you got to fall back on things. Like, and I'm not knocking nobody for nothing. I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm also a man that, uh, that, that, that likes to have sex. Like, you know, like not, not being that kind, like not saying I'm gonna be out here and be on no wild shit, but like, yeah, that's what, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's one of the things that I like to do. And I've been in situations with my girl, uh, that, you know, I, I, I don't get it on a regular basis. That don't make me do no extra shit or try to take it from her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and it's, you know what I'm saying? And, and, I, and then I don't go astray and do no extra shit. Yeah. It's, it, which, um, in that situation, the only reason why I know I do that is because I know what I would be losing. See, like, a lot of uh, a lot of these young bulls and a lot of these old bulls out here really don't understand. They just, they always constantly take a loss with bitches. And so they don't really put stock into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, um, it's a, I mean, it's a situation where like people would just, you know, do what they want to do and just deal with the consequences. However they come. And that ain't, that ain't how you supposed to operate. You know, but some people operate like that. I, uh, I just feel like under certain circumstances, especially something as major as cancer, I feel like that that should be on your mind that maybe I should fall back on what I require, you know, or what we agreed upon. Maybe we need to maybe we need to change a couple of things given this time. Let me give her her time. But see, the only way you you, you thinking like that is if you think it for your mate. A lot of people don't think for their mate. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of women get married for certain reasons. A lot of men get uh, married for certain reasons. Majority of the time, a man get married, I'm going to keep it 100 with you because they, they really think they can, you know what I'm saying, they can control the bitch that they marry. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know what I'm saying, they go through that. It, it it is a it is a small handful of men, you know, um, that actually married a woman and took them for who they were. Mm-hmm. The majority of them did it for you know what I'm saying for class and society, and they and they ran them bitches like they were children. Yeah, 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 and then you know some people um go along with that because they got a man. Yeah, you know. And I mean, I sometimes look at certain situations and be like, I'm so blessed that's not me. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Because, yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. But, um, so yeah, so that that's that. Um. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, um, last topic is uh the Bob Marley 
a biopic that will be um that will be coming out the movie will be coming out um in january of 2024 the trailer just dropped this past week so did you watch and what are your thoughts i watched the trailer i actually um like the trailer um i want to uh I actually want to watch it because I've seen a, a, a couple of documentaries on Bob Marley. Me too. So, like, I really want to watch it and see if they, like, try to stay true because y'all know it's a movie, so they're going to indulge in some shit. But I want to see if they really try to stay true because, like, and the majority of the documentaries that I've seen, um, the only I well I, I'm gonna just keep it being uh, uh, keep it a being um and the majority of the documentaries I've seen a lot of his people um really said that he blamed uh <laughs> having white blood in him was the reason why he got sick and, 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 and with the shit he was going through the cancer yeah he was tainted mm. And I wonder if they stay true to that. Mm. Okay. Um, do you remember what kind of cancer he had? I don't remember. I remember um, it, it, it was something he probably been had because he only found out about it when he went to go check on his foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I can't like, remember. It, it yeah, like, it was. I don't know. And then he ended up having to lose his foot, and then the Kansas still didn't. I mean, not lose his foot, but lose his toe. And Kansas still didn't go nowhere. Like I think he had something in it, but they, but they never really uh, emphasized on that. And but I know, like during uh, certain documentaries, he, he blamed it on having tainted blood. Hmm. I mean, that's a theory. You know what? Let me let me look up what kind of cancer it was. Um, but yeah, I I watched it as well. Um, and I'm I'm excited for it. You know, I'm excited for it. Um, I watched documentaries on him as well. Um, he had melanoma. Um, I'm not familiar with melanoma, so not sure, uh, what kind of, what kind of, uh, cancer that is, but let me look, let's see. Okay, so it's the most serious type of cancer. Melanoma occurs when the pigment-producing cell that give color to the skin becomes cancerous. Huh. Hello? Did you hear what I said? Uh, I was hearing you, man. I was, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. This is, I, this is my work laptop, so I'm, I'm going to need to take it back to work. This, uh. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is doing dumb shit. Right. Okay, so the type of cancer he had was melanoma. 
So I looked up melanoma and it says it's the most serious type of cancer. Melanoma occurs when the pigment producing cell that gives color to the skin becomes cancerous. So it might it might be something to what he was saying. Yeah. But it's the pigment producing yeah, cells that give color. Mm. So it would be actually reverse, I'm thinking. Like he's blaming the white side, but if it's the pigment producing cell that gives color, would it be the black side that he would want to blame? No, nah, it, it would it would be like he said, tainted blood. His blood was tainted, period. Mm. So maybe the white side was fighting the black side and the black side was losing and that gave him the cancer? It could have been. I you know what? You know, I'm not a medical you know, professional. I was about to go deep into that. Like, yeah, that could have been. Because, like, you know, uh, they, uh, the overabundance of our white cells between their red cells. And I'm, no, I'm not doing that. Right. And see what had happened was, see, the white, huh? like, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so. I just had a fireworks display out here. Yeah. Right. That was good. Yep, that's basically what's been happening. Um, so yeah, yeah, you could go deep with that, but yeah, but um, shout out to them. I'm I'm excited for the um for the movie. It looks like they they really took their time and and did good as far as the trailer is concerned. Now we all know trailers can be deceiving, yeah. but um, but I'm gonna be optimistic. So, and I will be there in the theater to watch it. So, now we are at the fucked up song of the podcast. Um, Did you want to read it? Uh, Yeah, let me find it. Okay, I'll send it to you. So, the fucked up song of the podcast is Trey Songs, um, YAS. And YAS is an acronym for You Ain't Shit. You ain't shit. So, uh, um, let me send that to you. I almost sent it to my mama. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't send it to your mama. She's going to be like, what you mean I ain't shit? That would be a phone call. And, yeah. Make sure I press the right buttons. But, yeah, I just sent it to you. Okay. But yeah, and this came off of his 2014 album, um, Trigger, which is a really good album, by the way. If you haven't heard it already, it's a really good album. But um, there you go. Take it away. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna stop promoting this nigga. <laughs> um, he okay. has a really he has a really big catalog of toxic fucked up songs. He does, and we're we're keeping him alive. We're gonna eventually yeah. stop, but <laughs> for the time being, man, we're gonna give you this shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, you ain't shit. Of course, you seen how I did it last week, people. So I'm gonna do it the same way. It's just gonna be like spoken word. That's how I'm gonna get it off. She giving me the side eye. 
saying? She ain't even staying over here. Each and every time I let her down, like I don't care. Whoa. Guess I got used to hearing, ah, whatever I wanted to do. Excuse me, I wanted to hear. I guess I got too used to feelings. Hey, like you supposed to give it here. She said she thought I was different, but now she could see it clear. She said, ain't got nothing cheap. No, excuse me. Said she ain't got nothing good to say. So she ain't going to say nothing. Say nothing. But this, you ain't shit, 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 said she ain't got nothing good to say, so she ain't gonna say nothing, say nothing. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. Second verse. Guess she don't want me to hit her up no more. Guess she don't want me to beat it down no more. Maybe she's right. And she's right. There's plenty of girls I can call. Boy. Ain't you tired of this life? Don't you ever get bored? Hey. Guess I got used to hearing whatever, whatever I wanted to hear. I guess I got used to the feeling. Hey. Like you supposed to give it here. She said she thought I was different. I thought I was different. But now she could see it clear. She said, ain't got, said she ain't got nothing good to say. So she ain't gonna say nothing but this. You ain't shit. 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 <laughs> That's the end of the fireworks, but I was going right on with it. Right, right, right. You ain't shit. Ooh. Have the man that you think you are. No, you ain't. Nothing like all the songs you sing. I hope you change. No better than my ex. Other than the sex, that I'll never will forget. But it's on to the next. And I know you're going to regret when I'm gone. Nigga, yes. You ain't even took me shopping yet. Damn. Hold up. You saying I ain't shit? Would you even be here with me here? Yeah, 
if I wasn't rich, we can talk about your ex because you was cheating on him with me. And we can talk about the sex because that's all it'll ever be. And you're no little angel girl, are you? You're not a good girl, but you try hard to be. So she ain't got nothing good to say. So she ain't got nothing good to say. She ain't going to say nothing but this, but this. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. It's a long ass song. It is. Yeah, he had to get off his chest. I feel like this came from from something. (laughs) For him? Yeah, this is a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Where am I? Where am I? Verse four. So I am at. That's how you feel, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Listen, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. Damn. No, it's cool. Yeah. You know. It's too late for all this bullshit. You come here, you know what it is, and you all emotional. Now you know you've been drinking. What you thinking? Hey, don't you hide behind the wheel, girl? Not tonight. Not tonight. You shouldn't drive. You shouldn't drive. You drunk. I won't tell you no lies. I won't tell you no lies. Girl, you heard my pride. You heard my pride. Yes, you know you got to give me them keys. Give me them keys. (laughs) Come inside. Come inside. It ain't even that deep. Why you tripping on me? We can take it back a couple weeks. You just was homie. Just a homie. What's your problem? What's your problem? I check up. I check up. I check up on you like a doctor. We roll up. We smoke up. We roll up. We smoke up. Like rosters. And I keep you buzzing. You bussing. You bussing. Like blocker. You switch it up. Came here to fuck. Tell me now who's the imposter. Uh-huh. I see how your feelings got involved. Forget that I was supposed to run every time you called. Lay down on the bed and take it off. I'll break you off. Problem solved. Do it quick. Do it quick. 
Baby, strip. Baby, strip. I get you wet as you can get. I make it drip. Make it drip. You gonna show me who it is. Whose it is. Won't you gonna show me you the shit. Show me you the shit. Crawled up in it. I'm all up in it. When I fell up in it, now I got you screaming. You the shit. You the shit. You the shit. I'm a beast. I'm a freak. She was mad at a nigga. Now she glad that a nigga got her legs in the air like this. You the shit. You the shit. You the shit. Oh, oh. You the shit. Oh. You the shit. You the shit. Oh. You the shit. You the shit. You the shit. Oh, oh. Not, nah, nah. <laughs> I, I never deny my former fuck boy. Yeah. 
Like I, nigga, this this is this is strictly because you you and and, and I scratch that because I ain't even gonna call uh, niggas uh, fuck boys and I ain't even gonna call myself a fuck boy. Hey man, when you young and you actually taking care of yourself, it's a big difference from them them niggas that uh, that grew up living off bitches. I didn't have that luxury. So when I was young, taking care of myself, man, come on, man, I was doing a lot of a, a, a lot of shit because I, I knew I didn't ever have to fall back on a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you know. Yeah. Thank God I've never been in that position. I don't. I don't know how to handle something like that, where a nigga living off me. I. Exactly. I don't want to live off. But only me. niggas like that can relate to a song like this. Like most of them niggas can't relate. Like. Them niggas that be bumping shit like that is it, they they fucked up with like baby mamas and all that. And they was living under them niggas like. But I don't I, I don't think that that's to this song because I know I can drop this. Yeah, yeah, like this this situation is different from a living off of a chick situation. The the yeah. situation in this song is like they're kind of like at a crossroads with whatever their situation is and but they keep falling into this cycle because i mean you can you can cut somebody out and you can you can be totally aware of how much of an ancient nigga they are but it can turn around at the end of the day and be a situation where you saying you the shit and you got your problems too like Everybody, everybody came into this situation not being an upstanding pillar of society. <laughs> exactly, that's you know? the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Because even though, even though he's man, on his, that, all that, that that whole situation is relatable. Yeah, yeah. Because even though he's on whatever shit he's on in the same breath, if she wasn't. She wasn't the best person to be involved with either because, hell, she was involved with somebody else. And now that she's no longer involved with somebody else, maybe she's expecting more out of this ain't shit nigga, but he's still going to be an ain't shit nigga. Like, and you an ain't shit individual. So both of y'all together ain't shit. So. I. My favorite song is Infidelity. Um, re- not only is it a great song. Wait, which one? What makes it really one of the... the uh, what was that? Infidelity 2? Yeah, but, me, uh, me For You, Infidelity 2? Yeah, yep, Me For You. Okay. Um, the reason why it's, it's, it's my favorite song is because the the, the outro. The outro was, uh, was very realistic. Because you, you get in those situations where uh, a, a woman will try to bring all your faults to the table. And I loved how um, he said, hey, man, you make a little noise to, to represent the good person that you are. But a good person wouldn't be here right now. Like, so yeah. you got to really think about it. Like, and if I snatched you a certain way, come on, man. You ain't the angel that you think you is. Right, right. Right, so we're not about to we're not about to play this game, like because at the end of the day, hey. you know, it's not all it's not all on me. That man said, that man said you make a lot of noise for because uh, you think you're a good person. 
<laughs> like, that's crazy. Like, yeah, I, I wish I can fix my lips, just look at Jasmine and be like, you make a lot of noise because you think you're a good person. But a good person wouldn't be here right now. Right. That's a cold-ass line. You know what I mean? That's a cold-ass line. Because it's just like, ah. Let me think about that, you know? So. So, yeah. So, that's, you ain't shit. And, you know, ever since this song has come out, every time I want to say, you ain't shit, I have to sing it. And that's just is what it is. From here to infinity, I will be singing. You ain't I, shit. I can, I can agree with that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can agree with that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's probably going to be one of the things that Black Twitter is going to keep alive about Trey Songz. What? About him being ancient? If the R. R. Kelly punishment ever happens to him. Yeah. Yeah, one day we're going to go on ahead and that um, have that real conversation about him. But it yeah. ain't today. Yeah. It ain't today. We need to. Yeah. It, it ain't as today. much as we love his toxic ass, but right. that's just uh, that, that's, that, listen, uh, uh, people that's, that's watching us, like, come on, man. You know, I've said my things about R. Kelly. Um, I said my things about Bill Cosby. Um, you know, I've I've had my rights and my wrongs. Um, I still put them niggas in high regards, and y'all can't tell me I can't just be uh, just like I um, I always talk about Bobby Fuck God Walmart. But I still put Bobby Fuck God while I'm in high regards. Because, you know, I be letting the, the, the talent, the talent is what I fuck with. And a piece of shit nigga that you is, hey, I let that be over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's got to be over there for me. I'm not condoning none of that shit. I'm just, I'm just going to go on your, on, on your talents. We're yeah. going to do the same thing about Trey. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot going on with him, but yeah. We'll we'll talk about it one day, it just ain't today. <laughs> All right. So um I don't have any final thoughts. Um so Jerry's final thoughts, take it away. You know what? You gonna stop saying you don't have any final thoughts. I'm 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 gonna have to call you out on that on live. Like you always be like, I don't have any final thoughts. I mean, you be having shit you be wanting to say. What 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 should I say? I don't know. You that that, that you know what I'm saying? It's your final thought, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I do have final thoughts, it's be like I be teetering on the fence on airing some shit out. Yeah, I learned how to word it. I do. I do word it pretty well, I think. Then air the shit out. Um. Shit. When. I. Okay. I have a final thought. You know, um. Take a hint. Leave people alone. There. That's a thought. 
Disclaimer, that shit don't have nothing to do with me because she know I don't fuck with nobody. <laughs> no, no, I no. I sing through myself, so that ain't got nothing to do with me. No, no, that has nothing to do with you. Um, right, right. Yeah. You know, just... I get it. Yeah, just... You know, you're not, you're not always going to get closure in life, and that's okay. But you have to move on and leave people alone. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. So Jerry's final thoughts. <laughs> My Jerry's final thoughts is not to fuck with people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah. And then there's that, you know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, nah. Uh, but truth be told, man, I wanna um. Uh, my Jerry final thought is um, something um, that I seen on another podcast, and you know, I know uh, we shouldn't uh, advertise people that don't pay us money, but um, it was one thing that got to me uh, on, on uh, Drink Champs because they always ask the whole thing about uh, loyalty or respect. And uh, my Jerry's uh, final thought is you can't have one without the other. That is true. Um, But loyalty has to come first. And the reason why I say loyalty has to come first is because I can respect a nigga for what he does. But if I ain't loyal to him, I can still not give a fuck what happens to him. And so loyalty, uh, loyalty goes a long way. Um, it, it's, it's some certain things that happen to a lot of y'all in life because somebody was loyal to you. Not if, if, you know what I'm saying? Not that, you know what I'm saying? You was a quote unquote real nigga or quote unquote good nigga out in these streets. It's just a nigga was loyal to you and your name and certain shit didn't happen to you because when it popped up around them, they shut that shit down. And I really uh, want y'all to really understand what loyalty is. It's, it's been a lot of situations that I've been in uh, that, that, that it's probably just like everybody else's where I've calmed things down and other niggas has calmed things down for me that I didn't even know about. But that's because niggas is loyal. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, not all, but you know what I'm saying? You, you got to, you got to, uh, pay homage to that. You got to know who's the lawyer. Right? And you uh, you really got to uh, be mindful of that. And you really got to do it yourself. Like, you got to be loyal to certain shit. And everybody always say that shit about it's not, uh, it's no more honor against thieves or uh, amongst thieves. It, it, it is to, to certain of us. And, uh, just got to be aware that I, I rather, I rather you be loyal to me before you respect. Mm-hmm. Respect me and then be loyal to, me. or excuse me, be loyal to me then respect. Me. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's just, uh, that's just me. Uh, and as always, take care of yourself and others. 
Yes, thank you for those um, final thoughts. And this is episode 87 of The Ish We Talk, and we will see you guys in a couple of weeks. Um, Yeah. So we'll probably yeah. see you guys at the end of the month for episode 88. Bye. Exactly.